Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's your buddy Chewy coming at you again. Um, let's see. I think I'm just going to kind of chat. There's a couple things that have, you know, over the last couple days that have really, really pissed me off um, and, and really, really disappointed me as well. So the, the first one um, was everything that happened yesterday at, at the Capitol in Washington, D.C., I'm not going to go into, I'm not going to turn this into a political podcast. I'm not going to turn this into a political discussion. But I will say that what what happened yesterday in Washington, D.C. Was, was really disappointing. Was really sad to see our country look like a third world country. That's, that's, that's what it felt like watching that coverage to see men and women essentially storming the gates of, of the Capitol building armed people, you know, trying to stop the democratic process, right? These, these presumably are supporters of Donald Trump, the current president of the United States. They don't like the fact that Joe Biden was going to be, um, not sworn in, but confirmed to be the president-elect. And again, I'm not going to get into whether their behavior was incited. I'm not going to get into whether their behavior is, uh, you know, warranted or what have you. In my opinion, I think it was deplorable. And when, when you turned on some of, and you watched some of the coverage, it, it did not look like it was happening in the United States of America. It, it looked like scenes that we have seen, you know, through other countries other where there's military coups and there's government overthrown and and those kind of things it it just it just didn't look like something that i ever thought i would say happened in the united states but it did you know one, one of the one of the the greatest things about the united states of america is we have always had a, a peaceful transfer of power. And yesterday that was trying to be thwarted. And it just, it just really, really bummed me out. Um, I'm not going to talk about, again, I, I'm not going to get into who I voted for. I'm not going to get into any of that stuff. And I don't think it really matters, quite frankly. I, I don't think, I think. It, yeah, I don't know. I think those people should be ashamed of it. There's, there's nothing wrong with peacefully protesting. That's fine. You want to protest, protest, but don't go out there and break into a federal building. And and what and what are these guys? What were they going to do? You know, I don't know. I don't know what the answer. I haven't, I haven't even seen. I don't know if anybody has, like, if they had an agenda or if anybody was talking for them or talking on behalf of them or anything like that. But I, I don't even know what they were going to do. 
but it was it was really really sad and really really scary and it just kind of made me once again realize just how divided we are in this country you know growing up you could have a conversation about politics you could well you know i like this guy you like that guy but at the end of the day you could have a conversation you could walk away yeah agree to disagree it's almost not like that anymore it's there are very few people that i will have what i consider a political discussion with these days because people can't even agree on you know what the facts are right they can't even agree on yeah it's just it's it's a real sad state of affairs and and i fear that it's not going to be i i fear that that's not going to change anytime soon and i fear that my kids are going to have to deal with the repercussions of a crumbling government or a crumbling governmental system for years to come. I, I will, you know, I will say I'm not a huge. I never have been a fan of the two party system that we have in the United States. I think um, I think that system is beyond broken. I think it needs some some pretty pretty fundamental reform. I think uh, I would probably start with term limits and I would start with campaign spending reform and those kind of things, but that's another discussion. So, um, so the, the other thing that is really kind of pissing me off was today the Cleveland Indians, my beloved Cleveland Indians decided that they were going to trade Francisco Lindor and Cookie Carrasco. Now, Francisco Lindor, in in my opinion, is probably one of the top, I don't know, top three or four shortstops in in the game of baseball. Um, The the Indians made him an offer, I believe, two or three years ago. They offered him a $100 million contract, and he turned it down. And so I guess it it was always, in my mind, this day I knew was coming. If he turned down $100 million... He wasn't going to sign later and we were going to have to trade him, right? Because if he gets, he's got one more year on his contract. And if he gets to the end of that year, then he just kind of walks away and you get nothing for him. So, you know, we got, um, we got a couple prospects. I think we got three players in return for those two. You know, obviously nobody near from a name value as Lindor or even Carrasco for that, for that matter. But it was, it was just a really, really sad day because I think I've kind of come to the realization that I don't think the Cleveland Indians are going to be in Cleveland too much longer. And to, I can't even begin to tell you how much that saddens me because I am a baseball fan through and through. I love the Cleveland Indians and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going I have a feeling and a fear that I'm going to have to find a new baseball team to follow. You know, they have gotten rid of the Chief Wahoo logo which I have I think I've chatted about that here before on the podcast and I know I've written about it on the blog, but that's neither here nor there. That's so that's gone. They announced earlier this year that they're changing the name, the Cleveland Indians. They're no longer going to be known as the Cleveland Indians. So they've gotten rid of their logo. They've gotten rid of their name. 
as of today, they basically have the lowest payroll in Major League Baseball. And on top of everything else, the, the, the lease with the city of Cleveland is expiring in the next couple of years as well for their ballpark. And I, I don't know. I mean, it just, it just really feels like the Dolan family, who are the owners of the Cleveland Indians, they are setting themselves up to play the card of, well, look, nobody comes to the stadium, so we're going to move. We're going to leave Cleveland. And to say that that is going to piss me off is an understatement of epic proportions. I, I lived through that once when the Cleveland Browns left. And I really hope I don't have to live through that again when the Cleveland Indians, or if the Cleveland Indians leave Cleveland. Because that will be a sad, sad day of you know, almost unmatched proportions. At least the Browns are back. We got the Browns back. And the Browns made it to the playoffs this year for the first time in 18 years. And, of course, you know, all things can't go well for good for Cleveland because we heard the other day that Kevin Stefanski, our head coach, has coronavirus, and several other players have now tested positive. They have not been able to practice all week. And so they're going to go into a matchup on Sunday evening, at 8.15 p.m. against the Steelers in Pittsburgh after having not practiced and not having their play-calling head coach and those kind of things. So uh, I don't have high hopes for that, but it's just been kind of a bummer of of a couple of days in Cleveland um, and and nationally. You know, again, I I, I talked about the first few minutes, I talked about the the capital. So I hope hope, uh, the next time I come to you, it will be with some more positives, I'm looking forward to recording the next episode with, with Pip. We have, uh, we have several topics that I think we're ready to cover. And um, so that's, that's all I had. So, sorry for the bummer of an episode. I will talk to you soon. Hope everybody's doing well. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Later.